You are listening to She Rises, a podcast dedicated to women who are ready to stop settling and start living their lives by design. If you're ready to talk about the stuff that weighs you down and get practical advice on everything from your health, body image, spirituality, relationships, and personal growth, then you're in the right place. Hello, I'm Giovanna Capoza, your host, master coach, spiritual teacher, and mind-body expert, and I'm on a mission to unsettle women all over the world. Are you ready to rise? Hey guys, welcome to another episode of She Rises. Excited to have you back here and so grateful that you keep coming back every week to listen. Today's guest is Shannon Confair. She is a mom, a solopreneur, and a photographer and branding expert extraordinaire. And I wanted her on the show today because not too long ago, she had me on her Facebook Live show asking me about my work with women around visibility and confidence and and really how to be in the world with your authentic self. And I loved her perspective on it as well. You know, she's got a really unique perspective that she sees this through a photographer's lens. And I wanted to have her on to talk about visibility and to talk about what she sees uh, with women when she does the photo shoots with them. And the before and after, like really what emerges uh, when a woman just finally says, you know what, I am just going to be visible, and be out there in the world. So I'm really excited for you to join us. As always, I'd love to hear your feedback on the episode. So once it's done, go on over to SheRisesPodcast.com and type in the comments. Let us know what you thought uh, about the conversation today and, and what you thought about the experience. You know, maybe you are having... Um, issues with being visible. Maybe there's somewhere or something in your life that's holding you back because of this issue. I know with me, something as small as, you know, starting to come out with my business and my beliefs on social media was a big deal. You know, initially I thought, God, what are my friends going to think about what I have to say? What's my family going to think? You know, women suffer from this whole concept of, you know, who am I, right? Who am I to say that? Who am I to be the expert in that? And it's really a place that I see most of my clients hold themselves back. So do you see yourself in that? Maybe there's something there for you. And if there is, I think you're going to really enjoy this conversation. And as always, we can continue the conversation in the show uh, comments and on Facebook with the She Rises Tribe. Hope you join us there. Hope you enjoy the show. And once again, thanks for listening in. Hi, Shannon. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you on She Rises. Hi, Giovanna. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, I'm really excited that you're here too because you're a mom and you're a solopreneur, entrepreneur, and you're this amazing photographer that, you know, features and highlights women in what can be a really, like I'm going to say from personal experience, just a really vulnerable time, you know, to be in front of a camera and turn it on. And so I, I'm glad you're on the show. I'm really excited to have you here. I'm excited that you're going to share with us your, you know, not just your expertise, but your story as well. And I figured we'd dive right in there. Tell us a little bit about you. So how did you get started? Absolutely. So I've been a photographer for about 12 years now. Um, I started when my, my oldest son, he's 15. So he was just a little boy. And um, you know, I, I was actually a teen mom. So I had Brennan when I was 18 and a senior in high school. And that kind of dashed my hopes for college at the time. 
but he was a godsend. You know, I'm so very grateful for him. And he, he was sent for a reason at the time that he was given to me. So, um, yeah, so I kind of took a different path from a traditional path and I was actually working at a daycare where he went to school and my boss knew I love photography. Like I was always the girl with the camera, you know, among my friends. My dream actually early on was to be a photographer for National Geographic. Oh my God. That's so funny because I had one of the same dreams. Oh my gosh. It's hysterical. Like they that's take amazing. beautiful photographs and get to travel to these exotic locations. Exactly. I, loved, I loved animals. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, that would be amazing. But yeah. totally, totally my ulterior motives for that too. I love it. Yep. Yep. And you know, again, having a baby at 18 kind of made that, you know, that wasn't going to happen at that point. So anyways, I had worked in this daycare and I had this boss who kind of pushed me to to do more, you know, and she knew I really wanted to be a photographer. And, um, she had a couple, she knew who was getting married. They couldn't afford, you know, a quote unquote real photographer. And so they hired me to shoot their wedding. Um, this is not how I recommend getting into photography, but (laughs) (laughs) you know, I just kind of dove in. Um, and I didn't even want to call myself a photographer. And she taught me such a valuable lesson at that time. And, um, she said, if you want to be a photographer, you have to call yourself a photographer, like before it actually happens. Mm. Yes. It was really powerful and was really uncomfortable for me. But, um, I, I mean, I've carried that with me ever since, you know, so I did the wedding. Um, you know, I, it was a hit. I did well, I loved it and just started booking business from there. And I'm so grateful for my boss that pushed me into that because, I feel like we just we need these other women in our lives who are going to push us out of our comfort zones and who can see something in us that we can't see yet ourselves. And um, having that influence was was just invaluable. Um, so yes, yeah, so I love that, that because I'm just going to cut in there for a second. Yeah. I love that because. I've done this so much in, in my life. Um, almost like no one ever told me to do it, but it's just something I, I would do is I would to claim something even before it, it became into existence. And, mm-hmm. you know, people can call it the fake it till you make it kind of thing. But I, I remember years ago, even like starting my business, like I didn't even have like a customer yet, but like I made a business card and I said I was this person and I just kept speaking it into the world. Mm-hmm. And it's true. I mean, you still have to take all the steps. Like I'm sure you had to take all the steps to continue perfecting your craft and learning how to be a better photographer. But if you weren't owning it, if you kept sitting on the sidelines of like, well, I'm not really like, you know, doing this yet. It's not really professional yet. Then you can't really step into it. So I, I, I love that she just said to you, like totally keeping it real. Like, listen, if you want to do this, you got to own it. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I don't think I would be here today if I didn't have that mentality because that has carried me through every transition that I've made in my business, which there have been many. So yeah, so, so that was the beginning. And then, you know, I had two more children and continued building my business, ended up homeschooling all three kids uh, for five and a half years. Wow. (laughs) On top of having a business. Yes. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Business. I worked at home. Um, You know, well, I did a lot of work at home because, you know, being a photographer, you think you're out shooting all the time, but it's really like 90% computer slash business work and about 10% actually taking pictures. So, um, so yeah, I worked from home a lot and, um, I just, I had to figure out how to create, you know, there's no balance. It's a balancing act. And I had to, um, do that while, you know, homeschooling my kids. The thing I loved about homeschooling was the freedom that it brought me to run my business because I could easily travel. I didn't, I wasn't stuck with, you know, the school schedule and, 
it definitely, again, served a purpose in our lives at that time. Tell us a little bit about that, because you just touched on something really poignant there. And before we lead into kind of where you are now, is you said, you know, the, the, the balance of it. And it's this, this, this myth that there's some kind of magical equation out there of a like a home work-life balance. And it really, it's a series of choices is what I, I kind of heard you say a, a little bit in, in what you decided you were going to do for your family. But can you speak to that a little bit since you are this, you know, mompreneur, you know, for lack of a better yeah. term? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. This is something, um, you know, I, I'm so passionate about it because as moms, we put so much pressure on ourselves to do everything right. And, you know, if we feel like we're not doing well in one area, at least I used to like really beat myself up. So what I came to realize is there's no perfect balance. You know, I can't just stick my business in a box and say like, okay, 20 hours a week to business, 20 hours a week to this, 20 hours a week to that. It doesn't work that way. There's weeks when my kids get my full attention, you know, my business is on the back burner. There's weeks where I have to heavily focus on my business and my kids are on the back burner for part of that week. And it's okay. I feel like in the end, as long as I'm feeling like everyone is getting the attention they need, myself included, then I'm doing my job. But there's, there's going to be days and there's going to be weeks when it feels off. And, and that's okay. You just adjust, you recognize it and adjust and move on from there. I love that because it shatters that myth that there's some kind of magical balance and it really just keeps it real. Like sometimes, you know, you are going to be, I mean, I don't have kids and I have had this with my business and the podcast and schedules and, and, and the consulting work that I do. Like it'll be mid afternoon and I'm like, oh my God, I'm in my pajamas. Like I haven't even <laughs> taken a shower yet, you know? And mm-hmm. so, but just to keep it real that that that's life. Like there is no magical equation of, you know, what you said, you know, I'm going to put 20% here and 20% there. And it just, it's a series of choices that you roll with and, and you're modeling that quite well and how you've homeschooled your children and um, worked your business around that and worked your family around your business. Yeah, absolutely. It's about, you know, making priorities, having a vision um, and then figuring out the steps to make that happen. And, and again, it's just constantly adjusting because life throws so many curveballs at us. We don't know what's going to happen the, the next day, you know? So just being able totally. to adjust and be fluid with that has been vital to my business. So take us to, you know, now, you know, you, you were this, you know, teen mom, as you said, and, and at the time you couldn't go to college, you developed this career, you know, you, the ebbs and flows of being a mom and, and having a, uh, a career, you know, an entrepreneur. And so where are you now? How did that all evolve into what you, where you are now and what you offer now? Yeah. So about seven years ago, uh, we had to move to a new area. And um, I thought my business was going to be like booming because it's a bigger area. You know, there's more money, there's more people. And um, my business kind of fell flat. Like I was driving two hours all the time to do photo shoots back in my hometown where we had moved from. And I had to figure out like, what is the problem here? You know, why am I not growing like I did at home? And I realized pretty quickly that at home I was very unique. You know, there weren't other photographers like me. They were older and stuffy and I did something completely different. You know, I really did lifestyle photography for families and weddings. And so I came across this uh, woman online and she was teaching you how to book more brides. And at that time, I wanted to really focus on weddings. So I decided to take the leap and invest in this program, which was like $250. But to me at that time, 
it was like, oh my gosh, that's a lot of money to spend on somebody I don't know. And, you know, internet coaching and marketing wasn't really huge back then like it is now. Mm-hmm. But even yeah. now people can be reluctant, right? Because you don't yeah. know the person and it could, you could be new to learning in that way. So yeah, I totally hear that. For sure. And like, it was the best investment I'd made in my business up to that point because it taught me everything that I've implemented since then to create a brand strategy, you know, and that's getting super clear on who your ideal clients are, who you work best with, where to find them, how to talk to them, how to set yourself apart and create, you know, a good client experience. Like that was the beginnings of what I've created now. Um, So after I discovered all of that and implemented it into my own business, I had doubled my business that year without spending any more money. Like I didn't do Facebook ads. I didn't do, you know, bridal shows. I just, I really went to work doing what I had learned. And I did that for a few years and then I I started to get burned out from weddings. So I decided, you know, I'm going to like shift things. And I really wanted to get into the online coaching world because I had a passion for helping other moms in business, you know, find that elusive balance and um, figure out how they can be a mom and be a businesswoman and be a wife and and do everything they need to do. And um, I started a brand called Wildly Successful Moms. I want to tease something out there before we get into Wildly Successful Moms, because what I heard you say is that you took this course Mm -hmm. and you you learned about brand identity, Mm -hmm. right? Which when you are a uh, an entrepreneur or let's say a solopreneur where you may have a product or service, but you are the brand mm-hmm. that you didn't even do any internet marketing or anything like that yet at the time. Mm-mm. You, It sounded to me like you just got super clear about who you are and what you offer and what it is that you do in the world. Is that? Yep. I got crystal clear on who my ideal brides were right down to I mean, I I knew my brides inside and out and that's who I was booking. I was booking my dream brides because I was able to speak their language and I knew where to find them. And I um, love it. Yeah. 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 And so I wanted to pinpoint on that for the, you know, the women that are listening that are entrepreneurs or that are even thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, right? Is, is that that piece, I mean, we don't, you didn't even need the internet marketing piece yet. You didn't even do that part yet, but just the knowing like who you are and Mm -hmm. who it is that you want to serve and how that in itself, you know, with this $250 program, how that just like increased your business so much. And I, I'm I'm sort of picking that out because what I know what you've evolved into is being this brand photographer where you actually use everything all of that and, and take it into helping women with their identity and how they show up. So I love that that's how you got started was just sort of like, what do I do? Like, how do I, how do I make this work? I'm not, you know, with my people and I, I don't know what to do. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I saw how well it worked and I want, I just, I really wanted to help other women achieve that same success that I had achieved. Um, and it's a new way for me to be creative. You know, I'm such, I'm a very creative thinker and I'm an ideas person. So I can never implement all the ideas I have. <laughs> and oh, I, hear I you. love like <laughs> helping other women, um, you know, give them my ideas for their businesses and, and their brand strategy and watch them take off with it. Mm. Cool. Cool. Okay. And so you had started this secondary business, it sounded like with, you know, helping moms. Yeah. So I started Wildly Successful Moms, like, and I really just started by building um, my identity, building a following. And you know what? I never really monetized it. There was just something about it that wasn't resonating with me. Like I loved my mission and I loved helping the women I helped, but there was something inside of me that was holding back. 
And eventually I came to realize, you know, I really was missing photography. I just went through this period of time, you know, it was probably like a good year where I was trying to find myself again and what I was passionate about and something new, you know. So that's when um, I decided to combine my love for helping women in business and doing brand strategy and photography. And that's how my current business model was born, you know. So I take my clients the process that I've developed and learned over the years uh, to get brand clarity. So that way we can have a brand photo shoot that really showcases who they are. I love that. And in particular, like the reason why I wanted to have you on the show is to talk about this visibility piece, which I'm sure, you know, you run into women all the time who have a challenge around being visible, whether it's being visible in their business or being visible in the world, or even just being visible in front of the camera. Like I said, at the beginning, it's a, it's a really vulnerable sort of edgy thing to do. And that was one of the primary reasons I wanted to have you on the show today is to start this discussion and have this discussion around visibility. It's one of the primary things that I find I work with all of my one-on-one clients with is Mm -hmm. this issue of, you know, who am I to, right? Who am I to be visible? Who am I to do that? Who am I to show my light? And, and, you know, I always quote that Marianne Williamson, beautiful quote from uh, a return to love, which is like, you know, part of it, which is who are you not, you know, but it's, it's such a big thing. And, you know, even when we've created successful businesses and even when, you know, to the outside world, it looks like we're being super visible, I find like the successful women that I work with, there's still this thing, like there's somewhere in their life that they're not being visible. And what I love about what you do is you literally shine a light, like you shine a light and a lens right on that. <laughs> and so I wonder if you would speak a little bit as to what you've observed around this issue of visibility and women, you know, literally with the photo shoot, but also like with their developing their, their brand, which is really their voice in the world. Yeah, absolutely. I am so passionate about this because I know, you know, from personal experience, like my own visibility issues, it was really hard for me. It was really hard for me to put myself out there um, in this new business model. It was easy when I did weddings and portraits and like I was shining a light on my clients completely. And I was kind of always hiding behind the camera and, you know, getting into online coaching and strategy outside of just my photography, I've had to be visible myself. And it was really uncomfortable at first. I feel like anyways, for me, I felt like the, the same thing you just said, who am I to be in the spotlight? You know, like, who am I to do this or that? And um, overcoming that has been just so powerful in my life in, in every area. It's made me more confident and it's allowed me to discover parts of myself that I didn't realize were there. And most importantly, it's allowed me to help so many other people because there's times when I'm like, you know, I don't know if my message is actually reaching anybody. I'm not getting a comment on this video or whatever. And then I'll see somebody and they'll say, that's exactly what I needed to hear. Like, thank you for sharing that. Mm. And it's that the distinction I heard you say there is being in a business where you said yourself, you you were kind of hiding behind the camera, right? Like you were highlighting your client, which any good business, you're highlighting your client, right? Mm -hmm. But the shift is, or the difference is when suddenly you start to get into this branding piece where 
you are the brand, like you're Shannon Confair photography, right? So mm-hmm. it's that, oh my gosh, now I'm not behind the camera. I'm actually behind and in front of the camera. Yep. And mm-hmm. how do I deal with that? So I'm curious, like for you personally, and then if you can, you know, share into what you've observed with women, mm-hmm. what were your biggest challenges to overcome in that? Oh yeah. What will other people think of me? Will they think I'm a fraud? You know, will they think I know what I'm talking about? And it, it, again, it just all comes back to that. Like, who am I to do this thought? Um, I'm not good enough thought. And I feel like in the online world, especially when I was first starting out, I would look at other women who were very visible and very successful, you know, by whatever standards um, and kind of put them on a pedestal and think, oh, I can never be them or I could never work with them. You know, they, they wouldn't want me to take their picture. And it wasn't until I started immersing myself with women that I realized, you know, we're all the same people. Like, they're, they're no different than I am. They're just at a different part of their journey. And it allowed me to become so much more comfortable with being visible once I realized that. Like, we're all the same. We are all just out there to fulfill our passions and to help others and to, you know, run our businesses and have this freedom that comes along with that. And um, we're just at different parts of the journey. So for me, that really helped me with being visible. I love that you brought that into this conversation because that was one of the key kind of turning points for me as well is when I started to join communities of other women or other entrepreneurs and other people that were kind of, you know, either were seeking or were up to some big stuff in the world or up to even, even up to stuff that I wasn't even up to in the world and just putting Mm -hmm. myself in that environment And, you know, like exactly like what you said, these people that like I idolized or that I used to look at and say, wow, like, you know, they totally have their shit together. I wish I could have my shit together. Like they have their shit together. And then, you know, seeing them in the most vulnerable of like, you know, coaching or personal development settings Mm -hmm. where they're dealing with the exact same stuff. Like, and that's why I mentioned that earlier too. Like, you know, you might be looking at someone right now that's online that, you know, that is in your opinion, successful and might be thinking, well, they don't have any visibility issues. Like they don't have any confidence issues. And while that might be true that they've worked through more of them, let's say, than maybe where you're at, they still do, right? Like they still have their version of visibility issues or, or places in their life where they don't feel, you know, comfortable, you know, in the, in the spotlight or like in front of the lens, so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. And I still, you know, that still creeps up on me. And I think we talked about this, you know, when we did, uh, when we spoke before and that's, I tend to like, okay, I'm out there, I'm out there, I'm out there. And then I'm like, I need to withdraw. Like I'm Mm -hmm. definitely that ambivert, you know, personality style. And so, um, it's just, it's working through those visibility issues every time they come up and every time, you know, not every time, but a lot of times when, if I book a new client, I'll get nervous all over again. I'm like, okay, like, who am I to work with this person? But then I realize I'm me, you know, they hired me for me and I know what I'm doing and I know I can help them. And I have a certain skill set that they don't have that's going to help them in their business. And so it's just, it, it all comes back to, you know, changing that mindset, working through those thoughts and um, creating better thoughts around it. Cool. And yeah. And so I wonder if we could take this further into like, what do you observe? So now these are your, these are your things. This is your Mm -hmm. stuff that you've observed and kind of continually work through as do I. Um, and, but you, you have the luxury also of like really kind of ushering women into this 
state of higher visibility. I mean, there's nothing more vulnerable, I keep saying that, than mm-hmm. being in front of the camera and Absolutely. having your photo taken one. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And the second piece of that is like, what? I need to share this with the world? Like, I remember my first photo shoot and it was like, what? I have to put this on my website? Like, I this is going on Facebook? Like, people are going to see this? Like, it was, it, it was that whole, like, what are, what are people going to think? But, you know, how do you deal with that? How do you deal with the woman that's, you know, in front of your camera that's going through the multitude of psychological or like self-esteem things that go through a woman's mind when she's having her photo taken. Yeah. Well, this is where my life coach training comes in handy. I was going to say, you're like the perfect psychologist. It's not, it's no longer like the bartender psychologist. Now it's like the, the uh, photographer psychologist. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things I do with my clients before we ever even get the camera out is we work through um, creating their vision and who they really want to be and how they want to show up in the world. And, um, that is where the process of transformation starts because it is an absolutely transformative process to go through this photo shoot. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things I love doing is helping my clients, you know, see who they really are when they can't see it for themselves. Because, you know, as women, we all, I know so many of us, we want to like downplay who we are and the amazing things we could do. And, um, I love being able to tease that out of my clients and help them see it for themselves. So we start with their vision. That's where my brand strategy starts. You know, who do you want to be? How do you want to be seen? How do other people see you? And being really purposeful about that. So when we actually do the photo shoot, most women are very nervous. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, I don't think, I think I've probably shot maybe like two people who have like just loved being in front of the camera and weren't nervous at all. Although I know they still had their hangups, you know, like, I don't like my arms. So be careful how you shoot my arms or like just right? like that. Yeah. Yeah. Get me from this angle. And are you going to airbrush that out? And there's some cellulite here and yeah, I got yep. it. <laughs> Absolutely. We all have those. We all have those things. So anyways, um, so yeah, so we start with getting really clear and, and getting a vision. I get to know my clients really well before they ever step in front of my camera. So it's just like spending a day together as friends. And during the photo shoot, I'm guiding, I'm directing, I'm really bringing out their personality. And when they get to see the photos, it's just the most, I still tear up sometimes because I get so excited for them because it's like they finally see themselves for who they really are. Oh, I love that. I love it so much just from like, I love it from personal experience and also because I've seen that too. And, you know, for those of you listening that are thinking, well, I would only be able to justify having a photo shoot if I, you know, had a brand or a business. Wrong. No. I just like, I think that, and I've, I have prescribed, like literally prescribed a photo shoot to my clients, whether they have a business or not, yep, I've prescribed a photo shoot for them because when you can be captured on a day and in a time where you are feeling, looking, you know, vibrating at your best, mm-hmm. you have that forever. That's your reference point. You know, you know, even for myself to this day, like I told you, sometimes it's so busy and I just, I get right into it and, you know, it's in the afternoon and I'm in my pajamas or I'm in my yoga pants and my hair's up and I haven't left the house and I'm like, holy shit, I haven't even showered. <laughs> you know, I don't look like I look like on my website and right. in my <laughs> podcast photo on those days. I don't. And, you know, and some days I don't even feel like that person. 
But when I can go and look at that, I'm like, oh yeah, that's, that's who I am. That's the best of me. And not from a place of like ego, like, oh, my hair looks good and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Like, of course, yeah, I love my hair. So it's a great blowout. I've got, I'm a frizzy curly girl. I love the blowout, right? (laughs) But it's not even from that place. It's from the place of like the energy and the vibration that's emanating from the photo. That's how I felt that day. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't go away. That's not, that didn't just get manufactured because it was a camera in front of me. It didn't get manufactured because somebody did my hair and makeup, right? It, It was living in me and it just came out. You know, it's like they say makeup is a beauty enhancer, right? It doesn't create beauty. It's the same thing. And so I literally, and I can't say this enough, I will prescribe a photo shoot to my clients that are especially struggling around visibility and authenticity and and just confidence, really. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I actually, one of the things that I want to start doing is our photo shoots, I'm calling them like, why the hell not? I love (laughs) it. Totally. Why the hell not? not? You know, like you deserve it. Like whether you run a business or not, you need to be captured this way because I, I don't know, it's just something magical about seeing yourself in that light when, again, like you were saying, you know, on those bad days or when you're just in your knees and up to your knees and dishes and like kids and chaos. And you need to remember that woman who you are inside and mm-hmm. out, you know? Yeah. I, I just, it's so vital for us to not only see and feel our own radiance, but even just to have it captured. Uh, you know, I'm thinking, so a fun fact that most of you didn't know, and probably you didn't know either, Shannon, is that I'm a bit of an amateur photographer myself. Okay. And I have, I started a website called Catching the Light Photography because I loved I love catching the way light hits certain things. And you know, Mm -hmm. as a photographer, that it it is about catching the light. It's all about the light, yeah. (laughs) It's totally all about the light. But like taking that a step further, that phrase just came into my mind, that catch, you know, catching the light. Because what you're doing is you're really capturing the light in the person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I had a client put it to me this way, and it was just so profound. You know, she said, it's one thing to have a vision board that I look at. It's another thing to be able to take the photos you gave me and put those on my vision board, Mm. like making it a reality. Totally. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. I love it. Like, you know, I've I've spoken transparently on this show many times about like, you know, having put on some weight and trying to get back to that ideal weight and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, like I could have, I mean, I'm not a believer of a vision board per se, but I mean, if I was a believer of a vision board, I could slap up a picture of some model on there and say like, I'd love to look like this, or I could slap up a picture of me on my best day. And I'm not comparing myself to some model that I don't know. I'm just, it's me. It's a version of me. And she's still in there, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, abs- I absolutely adore that. And I adore that. I, I love the why the hell not. Hashtag why the hell not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you know, I actually, I want to speak to the weight thing really quick because that is one of the biggest oh. excuses I hear from women. Oh, totally. <laughs> totally. Okay. Bring it, bring it. Tell me sister. So <laughs> my whole thing with that is um, who cares about the extra 10, 15, even 20 pounds. I don't care how much weight you think you need to lose. Not like it is so therapeutic to have a photo shoot and to see yourself as the beautiful woman that you are, even with that weight on. Yes, at any size. I like that. Yes. Yeah. So, like, and the key, you know, you do want to find a skilled photographer who knows how to pose and who knows how to work with women, you know. Um, that's, that's a huge part of it because you can, you can have a bad photo shoot experience if you're working with somebody who, who doesn't have enough experience, um, or mm-hmm. to do that. But yeah, like, again, with the weight, it's like, why the hell not? Like, capture who you are now 
And when you lose the weight, do another photo shoot to celebrate. You know what I mean? If that's what you want to do, but celebrate who you are as a person right now, because you matter, you know, and mm. those, those extra pounds, they don't take away from your beauty. It's just a and, version of yourself. Right. And it's what you just said. It's not who you are. And in, and what you're capturing is the who they are, it, you know, their, like I said, their radiance or their, their vibrancy, their spirit. It's, it's not like you are not your body, right? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So I have some juicy questions for you. Okay. Are you ready for them? I think so. Okay. <laughs> so it, this is like, this is my ode to Oprah Winfrey and Super Soul Sunday because mm. I'm a bit of an addict and, you know, I, I try and watch it on Sundays when I, you know, can make it if I'm not at yoga. Um, and I, I really, you know, beyond presenting, you know, the, what you do and who you be in the world, I love the idea of, of the fact that, you know, you have a successful business and you help these women do these amazing things and you're creating all this awesomeness in the world and you're a mom and you're a woman and you're just a person, right? Right. Um, and I love the idea of that in terms of highlighting and featuring people on this show, because we do, like we just talked about you and I, we do look at other people and we say, oh, well, I can't do that because I have like X, Y, and, and Z going on, right? Mm-hmm. I almost said Z. You know, I train <laughs> myself because most of my audience is American. Uh, I'm Canadian. I say Z like everybody okay. else in the world, but X, <laughs> Y, and Z. But yeah, and so you don't, we look and we compare ourselves, but you're the real deal. You're a real person, right? You're, you're a teen mom where you might think a lot of people, most people might get derailed by something like that. Yeah. You didn't, right? It, it was, it was an obstacle, but it was, it was a good thing for me, you know, at the mm. time. Ironically. So <laughs> let me ask you this, the ode to the Super Soul Sunday question, which I love to ask is why do you think you're here? Mm. That is a great question. I think I'm here to make a difference. Um, and that sounds so broad, but I just feel like I'm here to serve others and I'm here to lift others up and I'm here to help people become the best versions of themselves that they can be, whether that's it. my clients or my children or, or whoever I interact with. Like I want to better people's lives in some way. Do you know what I love about that is that if that was everybody's mandate, you know, no matter if you started a business or you were just a janitor in a school, mm-hmm. but if that was everybody's mandate, right, just to like help other people along and make people better, like I, what world would we be living in, right? Right. Yeah. And you, you kind of said, well, it kind of sounds so broad. It is. And it's not because I, I kind of see life as a relay race. And yeah. if someone is further ahead, mm-hmm. like pass the baton back. right? Pass it back. And then I'm going to run forward and I'm going to pass it back. And it's, it's basic and simple, but that it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for asking that question. That's a really good question. Yeah. I mean, and it's kind of a big one and it's, you know, and you might, I mean, you might even have other stuff come up for you after, after we talk. One of the questions I, I love playing with, with my clients um, as well. And, and if you want to play along, maybe you can answer this question, <laughs> but it's the question around like, and it, it's a, it's a bleed into what you just said. It's this question around like your contribution to others and the world. And I asked the question, if there were unlimited resources, and for those of you listening right now, I'm not, you know, just exploring this question for myself and not just asking Shannon here on the interview, but listen for yourself, you know, and I'm asking you, the listeners, this question, you know, what contribution 
would you like to make? If you, know, if you had unlimited resources, what would be the contribution that would absolutely bring you to tears? And you know, I just like, I almost want to like let a pin drop there, you know, just take a brief moment and, and it might not be in this podcast and it might not be, you know, this second. And if you're driving in a car, you know, maybe you're not thinking about it right now, but it's a big, juicy, meaty question. It's one that I kind of ask myself on a regular basis to make sure I'm in alignment and I'm still in check with what I'm doing. And it's a big one. And so, you know, turning it over to you, Shannon, my guest, what you just shared about the contribution that you want to make to the world and what you're doing. And when you think about women and, and visibility and, and your photography and what it is that you do, is there something that kind of like moves you to tears when you either see it or experience it or when you think about it? Oh, yeah. I, I'm like really thinking about that. I think for me, it's watching people come alive and use their unique gifts and talents to then make their own difference in the world. I feel like it's just this ripple effect. You know, mm. if I can help others bring that out and become the best versions of themselves and, and, you know, see themselves in a new light and uh, use their gifts and talents to help others. And then they do the same thing. It's just, it's like what you were saying, you know, what a difference there would be in the world. Mm. Um, and I feel like, you know, part of me will say like, oh, I want to feed all the orphans and I want to do this. And of course, you know, we want to do all <laughs> I that. I want to save the whales. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like for me, I think it really, it comes down to helping other people become the best versions of themselves and then get that out into the world. Mm. I love that. I absolutely love that. And I, you know, I can, again, attest to the gift that you bring to the world by, by way of photography and, and, and a photo shoot, but more than the photo shoot, like you really help women identify who they are and what they're bringing. Like that's, it's even more than the photo shoot itself. But yeah. it's, I could testify to that just having had several photo shoots myself and having just fun with it and coming alive and, and just really, I mean, unless you have had a wedding day, <laughs> most women and I, I'm not married yet. Most women have not had a photo shoot where like someone's following them around all day and they've had hair and makeup and they're just radiating and they're gloriously just gorgeous, right? Right. Um, I felt like I like my last photo shoot in particular, I felt like it was my wedding day. I was like, I love this. I am just, I like, you know, there's, you're timid at first and you're kind of, yep. and then you just like something pops. And, you know, I'm an ambivert too, but that extrovert part of me, like, wow, like it just pops. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I, I just, for the people listening, you know, I'm, I'm giving you the same prescription that I might give my one-on-one -on -one clients is play around with this. Like I, you know, and there's boudoir photo shoots that you can have done. There's yeah. glamour photos. There's just you photo shoots. Like, I love that you said lifestyle, mm -hmm. like there's just you living your life, you know? And I, I love, I love that. I love what you're bringing to that. So, um, yeah, I have one last question for you. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. Yes. <laughs> You're like, Oh my God, what is she going to ask? <laughs> so again, like this is a, a, one of my favorite questions I've heard asked is what is the lesson that it has taken you the longest to learn? Hmm. It could be the lesson, you know, that you're still learning. Mm -hmm. You know, I think for me, this gets really personal. I think that it is, um, that I do matter, that I do make a difference. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like in my life, I've, I've been told a lot that I don't in many ways. And it's hard to drown out that noise, you know? And so, I don't know, it's, it's just, it takes a lot of reminding that what I do does matter 
that it does make a difference and that I am helping people. And I feel like that's going to be a lifelong struggle for me to continue Mm. to believe that and pursue it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you for getting super vulnerable with us. And, you know, a ditto, right? And I would, I would challenge anyone listening to deny that that might not be a little kind of gremlin inside mm-hmm. their head too. You know, it's the, um, you know, the, the affliction of the human condition, you know, the questioning, do I matter? Am mm-hmm. I lovable? Um, am I enough? Right. It's the, it's the human disease, I call it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And thank you for, for opening up and sharing that because again, you know, like looking at everything you've created and how far you've come and what you're continuing to create, you know, someone might look at that and be like, oh, well, yeah, she doesn't have any of that. You know, she doesn't, (laughs) she doesn't doubt herself. Like she's got it going on. I mean, I've seen your photos. You're a a phenomenal photographer. Um, And yeah. And so people might look at that and I just this morning had a a little brief uh, like text conversation with someone who shall remain nameless. And it was this (laughs) conversation of like, I'm still kind of looking to, you know, trying to figure out what I want to do with my life. And, and, you know, I kind of feel frustrated and blah, blah, blah. And I kind of had a little, and she was kind of complimenting about how together I had it and blah, blah, blah. And I kind of had a little, I had a secret chuckle first. And then I just (laughs) basically said to her, look, sister, um, (laughs) I might have some pieces together, but like, I feel the same way as you probably at least once a week of like, what am I going to be when I grow up? And like, you know, (laughs) but someone else looking in might be like, well, wait, no, but she's, you know, she hasn't figured out, like she's got this going on. Um, So thank you for your vulnerability and your honesty in in answering that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and again, it comes back to, I want, I so want other women to know what I didn't know before. And that is that we are all the same. We all have the same struggles. They might look a little different, but like we're all human and it doesn't matter where you're at in your journey. If you are looking, you know, super successful and like you have it all together, or if you're at the beginning and you're struggling, like we're all human beings and we're all on the same journey. I love that. What a beautiful, perfect way to wrap this up. Shannon, thank you so much for being on, on this show. And a couple of weeks back, I was on, I was on your show and we did a Facebook live together. And uh, for those of you that want to hear a little more about visibility and to listen to that, I've actually posted it on the She Rises Tribe Facebook group. So you can search that, um, just going into Facebook search, She Rises Tribe, and that group will come up. Um, and you can find out a little bit more about that. And Shannon, I just loved having you on the show. I loved how real you kept it and that you shared with us your story and and how you've created this, this amazing business and life that you know, of course, yes, it's fulfilling you, but it is fulfilling this, this kind of bigger purpose and vision that you have. And I think that's so beautiful. So thank you for being here. Thank you so much. And I really, really enjoyed it. So thanks for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in and keep rising everyone. For books and resources related to today's episode, make sure you head over to SheRisesPodcast.com and I'll see you there. If you've enjoyed today's episode, make sure you tune back in next week when I dive into more juicy topics to help make your life the best it can be. And hey, if you've enjoyed listening to the show and you love it, head on over to iTunes and leave me a rate and review and subscribe there to the show. 